Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our second attempt at episode 37 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Uh, my name is Benjamin C. Cholock, and I am uh, thought czar of philosophy at Princeton University grad. <laughs> and this is uh, my lovely pupil, Pat, my papped pupil. Yes, your papped pupil. Uh, how are you, you son of a bitch? Um, pretty good. Feeling pretty good right now. Uh, I'm feeling great. I think this is going to be a good one. Yep. We're going to dive into our deepest, darkest secrets, our psyche tonight. Uh, and to help us out with that, we've got a very special guest. Uh, who do we have here? Uh, Dirt God, the one and the only Jared Hawley. How about a round of applause? Hello, guys. How are you? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing great. Doing yeah. great on this beautiful Easter Sunday. It's Easter, beautiful Easter. It? Yeah. It, it was Easter. And what was your uh, your order number from uh, Taco Deli? Oh, I went to uh, El Chilito. My order number was 666. And I demanded to speak <laughs> to the manager. It's like, on, on Easter? On Easter Sunday. Also April Fool's. Yeah. April yeah. Fool's. My grandmother uh, told us all that her birthday was April 1st. And then when she died, we found out it was March 31st. She just lied to us. That's awesome. It's, kinda, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, <laughs> awesome. it's like an April Fool's. Like the ultimate April Fool's. Uh, um, all right. Well, that's really fucking funny. That's a joke beyond the grave. Only a true. Yeah, that is dark. Only a so true Irish. visionary can like <laughs> fucking pull that off. Like. Yeah. Wait. So she she kept up with that joke for how long? Her entire her life. entire life. As far that's, as you know, that's a lifelong yeah. bit. Yeah. That is the, dude. That is committing to, to the, the bit, bit, dude. It was. She never got to see the punchline. No. She no. never got to like. I mean, well, I mean, she saw it looking down from heaven. Yeah, because most people who do some shit like that, they probably believe in an afterlife. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd give up. Yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, fuck that. Man, this ain't my birthday. One time uh, for a uh, for like a confirmation thing for uh, for the Catholic Church, I, I, had, uh-huh. I had to like interview my, gran- my grandpa about something because he was my sponsor, I guess. Yeah. So I was asking questions. God, even back then, Irish already have sponsors. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, we start early. So uh, I remember... He and my grandma got into an argument. Uh, uh-huh. This was their argument. My grandfather said Protestants go to hell. And my grandmother said, yeah, but they think they don't. And that's what they're arguing about. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not an argument. You're both agreeing. Uh, there was something else. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the O'Neills. That's crazy. Well, good luck. We're going to be discussing a very important topic today. Jared, you're going to help us out with who exactly? Uh, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Sig- now you came yeah. to us about what, what made you interested about Sigmund Freud? German Jew with a cocaine problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Dude was a weirdo, man. He was a weirdo. We're gonna talk. Yeah. Uh, what do you know about him so far? Like, what do you like? Just generally, like anything besides the, the whole Godfather the, psycho analysis. analysis and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, basically just that kind of shit. The id ego, super ego. Yeah. The whole, like, it's the iceberg, the unconscious, all that shit. Yeah. Therapy. 
how yeah how are we gonna how are we gonna uh, solve that in therapy yeah right. i i don't know the therapy session guys I, well yeah. jesus <laughs> well he, he believed it was more of a science is from what i kind of understand yeah about the he dude. was he didn't think it was a you know it wasn't really like he figured he yeah. thought there was like a method to the shit but really like people are unpredictable in their minds what it seems like it was that's actually really interesting we'll talk about that because he was convinced that there has to be some sort of like methodical science to it and he tried to like make it one mm-hmm. but uh he's like largely discredited now <laughs> in terms of his more specific theories but um, we'll get into that shit uh, as we go along. But uh, Pat, how much do you know about this uh, this crazy I, Jew? I don't know that much uh, about this uh, Jewish gentleman. I just know that, like, I know that he's a father of psycho now. I'll be pretty much whatever what Jared said. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I just know that he's a little bit of a. Uh, he's got some odd views, some strange kinks apparently. Yeah. And I'm wondering how much of that is real, or if people are just going like making shit up. Okay, so yeah, we'll definitely talk about this shit. So I think there's, we I should. I can't wait to talk about it. We should. <laughs> I'm so ready to learn. You want to learn? I'm ready to learn, Daddy. Yeah, you're knowledge thirsty? is power. It is. Knowledge is power, it's guys. Power. I've been saying that for years. Especially knowledge of yourself. When you know about yourself and your deep hidden drives. Yes. You can do anything. You can do monstrous amounts of cocaine and smoke twenty cig- cigars a day. Yeah, yeah. that's so yeah. gross. <laughs> All right, so what's up with this guy? All right, so what's his deal? Sigmund Freud was born in. 1856 and died in uh, 1939. Uh, September 23rd, 1939. He died like 20, yeah, 23 days after the start of World War II. Oof, that must have been a bummer. It was kind of a bummer. To die him. and just being like, I don't know what's going to happen. This is the most yeah. uncertain thing I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in my life. So when did he die? He died uh, September 23rd, 1939. That's like 23, no, 22 days after the start of World War II. Oh, God damn. So he yeah. didn't know He didn't know that it ended in a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> no. like, and even Whoa. that happy ending was still kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't a happy ending. It wasn't a happy ending. It was better than what could have happened. Yeah, yeah. definitely ending. better than that. The better team yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah. Yeah, we'll say that. Um, yeah, the worst team uh, like ran him out of his house, basically. Yeah. Uh, so he was born in Vienna. Yeah, he was sick when he got ran out of the spot. Yeah, he was. Well, he was. He wasn't like uh, couldn't walk sick yet, but he definitely had a bunch of tumors in his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So he didn't have like a bust. I wonder if he had like a beat up looking face. Like it just looked. Well, all kind swollen. of. He he. I mean, he had the beard to mask it, but he had like a ton of scars because he yeah, uh, a bunch he got, of surgeries. Yeah, he got a bunch yeah. of surgeries to remove tumors and shit. Um, because of uh, his 20 cigar a day habit, he died of <laughs> throat and mouth cancer. 20 cigars. And, and then his doctors were like, stop smoking cigars. And he didn't, he didn't stop. He refused to stop. So what are you going to do? Um, I think I'm just going to smoke cigars. He's going to keep going. He's, uh, towards the end, he couldn't really open his mouth wide enough uh, without any pain. So what he did was he just put like this like kind of clothespin to keep his teeth open while he could put in a new cigar. Wow! Yeah. Who, imagine loving <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. I've never loved a human being like that. <laughs> he loved him. Eh? He, he loved, loved cigars. And uh, so here's the thing. We'll get into that too. But uh, some people say that his cigar smoking was part of his oral fixation, which is something we'll talk about. But it also might be a, a, a replacement for how much he loved cocaine. And he mm-hmm. uh, that's complicated. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets real complicated. This guy, believe it or not, Freud is kind of complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that coming. Um, so yeah, I don't even know where to start. Oh yeah, so he was pushed out of his uh, house by the Nazis in 1938, and then moved to England, and then he died there. But in between, when he was born and when he died, he came up with some pretty weird theories about what's going on in our heads and who we really are, basically. Um, I'm Patrick. 
You're Patrick. <laughs> Patrick Dean. But you're more than just Patrick. You're you're uh, a collection of all kinds of weird baggage that you don't even know about. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> so here's Fair. here's something that we should make a distinction between. There's stuff. He is really important for what he talked about with the unconscious. But the problem is he tried to map it out. And his ideas of how it's mapped out, they're not really scientific. And they don't really make sense. Um, for instance, like the... Um, the shit about like how children are always sexual <laughs> starting out with yeah from yeah. infants from yeah. infants yeah infantile sexuality oh. that shit's really weird like infantile <laughs> sexuality Ben yeah that's what he says <laughs> we're gonna yes. get we're recording this we're gonna get in trouble that sounds like creepy mm-hmm. pedophile shit yeah well oh okay so this is really fucking crazy um so one of Freud's original theories was to say that uh a lot of like women uh, are or have symptoms of hysteria and shit like that and he traced that back to like some sort of childhood trauma and one of the things he says is that um, well it's possibly because they were like molested as children and everyone in Vienna at the time was like really really uh, scandalized by that there's like no there's no way that all these like girls are being uh, like sexually molested by members of their family that's, that's impossible and so that theory was shunned and he like never mentioned it again and now people are looking back and saying that was actually closer to the truth. Yeah, than, that's actually kind of than, yeah. than the theories that he like made up to replace them. It's crazy to uh, say that and then just never say it again. Well, because because it's was crazy shouted to say down. that. Yeah, but it's Dude, crazy yeah. to say that yeah. and just go ah, never mind. Well, kind of yeah, because it was it would have ruined his career because he like gave this talk where he advanced this theory and he was literally being shouted down by the other people in the audience. And he's like, all right, well, I can't give that <laughs> that yeah, speech again. Oh, they're not raping little girls. And it's like, yeah, they probably are. Yeah, they yeah. probably are, though. Yeah, fucking perverts. Yeah. Shitty old people. Shitty old people. Shitty old people uh, who are just molesting their own families. Yeah. 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 That shit fucking still occurs. And that's where a lot of these motherfuckers with their... With their problems come with from. Their pro- yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, because that is some it's serious a, shit. It's serious shit. And it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is a great way to start off the podcast with a discussion of child rape. Well, hey, it's, it's Freud. Hey, Freud, if you, you know what they Freud. say? It's Freud, baby. It's Freud, yeah. baby. That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> Who says that? It's like, Everybody says, I saw the t-shirt <laughs> at the museum for yeah. psychoanalysis. It's Freud, baby. It's Freud, baby. <laughs> oh, all it says, dot, dot, dot. It's Freud, baby. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> what were they saying before? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's Freud, baby. All right. Well, yeah. That's how you could just explain any sort of symptoms. Just being like, I don't understand why I have this like secret fantasy to kill my own dad. Hey, it's like, hey, it's Freud, baby. It's Freud, baby. <laughs> it's Freud. I'm gonna say that from now on. Uh, God, our catchphrases are so bad. Our catchphrases are, it's Freud, baby. Fox News. And now you're doing. Yeah, this is bad. Uh, but hey, uh, what can you do? So yeah, he. Um, w- okay, what do you think is his most controversial claim? And do you believe it? Well, and why? Okay, yeah, let's start with that. Okay, there's what's the shit that like makes the least sense? <laughs> yeah, the one that he's like p- pretty immediately discredited for is his theory of like infantile sexuality. Oh yeah, that was fucked. It's yeah. really weird. He has this is I was like reading up about this and I watched this YouTube video about it, and it's what the? fucking hilarious the way the way he like maps it out. And he was like totally serious when he brought this out. He was like, okay. this is this explains. Uh, like neuroses basically whenever we have like these weird tics or if we have a weird way of dealing with shit as adults that's like a neurosis um, it's not as bad as a psychosis a psychosis is when you can't function in reality right like you can't even live your own life neurosis is like these little things that you can 
manage and get by. They just make you kind of weird. So anyway, he says that most people's neuroses stem from how you advanced through the different sexual stages in your young life. Um, and so he says, <laughs> so he says, think about like being a baby. I do it constantly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as a baby, most babies, their like point of pleasure, like where they receive their most of their pleasure, is from their mouth, right? Because like the first thing that they really uh, have any sort of conscious memory of is like breastfeeding, like sucking on their mom's titties. titties. Yeah, sucking on their mom's yeah. titties. But where do you get your titty? Where do you get that titty in your mouth? You got it in your mouth, right? Yeah, right. Hearing yeah. you say the word mouth is so disgusting. What, mouth? <laughs> Just Ben saying the word mouth. 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 Why? Why do you hate it when I say mouth? I just I hate your mouth. Mouth? I hate thinking about your my mouth. My mouth? Yeah, your mouth. What about my mouth? I don't like it. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the but like, there's a baby getting that oil. Like, is he, he's not getting the satisfaction from his mouth. He's getting the satisfaction from the titty milk going in that nigga's little stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it's not. But then so, he associates. Yeah, a but direct associates, quote from Sigmund Freud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read that in the book. <laughs> in um, his medical in his medical journal. Yeah, but so little dude's getting getting his pleasure from the titty and the milk in his stomach. <laughs> but this but it's coming through his mouth. So then he's like, then he tries to like suck on everything he can that's near him, because right now he's only aware of his own mouth. He's not even conceptually aware of the titty. Like, he doesn't know that it's the titty that he's getting the milk from. Imagine being that dumb. Yeah, I would... That's how dumb you are, yeah. Babies, Babies are, are so stupid. Yeah, they're trash animals. <laughs> they're the, they're like, I was thinking about this the other day, well, how dumb a perverts. baby is. You can just trick a baby so easy. Yeah, they're perverts. Definitely yeah. perverts. Do you know how many noses I've stolen from, from small children and they believe it? They start crying? Yeah, the nose is on your face, stupid. Yeah. You're so dumb. And you show them your thumb, just the no-nail side of your thumb. Right, like, yeah, I got yeah. your nose, you, you little shithead. You don't even know what a nose looks like, too. Oh. He's like, ah. You can't see it. But anyway, so since this milk is, is coming from the titty into their mouth, uh, they associate the mouth as like whenever they suck on something, they get the titty. They get the titty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they get the titty, all right. And then they get the milk. And so they keep trying that out, and that's like kind of their source of pleasure, right? They keep trying. Everything gets orally fixated. Yeah. And so that's the oral stage. That's what uh, Freud calls the oral stage. Um, the next, and then so if you have like some sort of weird... Uh, experience with like weaning for example right uh, if you like don't advance through that stage normally then you start getting an oral fixation and then he says that's why you see a lot of people who um, a lot of people who smoke too much they're orally fixated and that's because they got uh, they got like breastfed for too long or they were weaned too quickly or stuff like that and you get to hear all the self-diagnosed idiots be like well I have an oral fixation and right. so they chew on some shit and they yeah, they keep oh, saying that shit in their like mouth, it, but they love to say they just love to say the words oral fixation. Right. Yeah, because it's them saying oral and being get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can't say being naughty. Yeah, yeah, you can't talk to someone and just be like, "Hey, so do you like oral?" They're going to be like, oh, "What are you talking about?" Freud was just being naughty. Yeah. He's a naughty boy. <laughs> he was a naughty. Well, he was the naughty boy. He was a naughty boy. And these people talking about oral fixations, they even though that that theory has been like thoroughly disproven, like it doesn't mean you're going to be yeah. a cigar smoker later on. But just the fact that Freud said it, people still think that it's real. So that's the, you know shows the influence. That's power. Do, yeah. do you think mm-hmm. he's more <clears throat> r- okay? Do you think he's more right or wrong? Like that's like that's a really like, complicated question, and I think he's uh, he's right about the general idea of an unconscious. Yeah, but the actual way that it's structured, 
the way that he thought it was structured doesn't make sense. It's not scientific. It's not even that he's right. It's that he's not even wrong. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't is make he more, sense. Is he, is he <laughs> more stupid? Yeah. Is he more of like a but, springboard onto... Yeah, more like that. Thing? And so a lot of the things that like you can kind of like match up of a couple of his findings with... Not even findings. He didn't come up with findings. They were all just speculation. Yeah, he's just saying shit. Yeah, he's just saying shit to see what sticks to the wall, basically. You know a bunch of drunk uncles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say a lot of shit that sounds tight for a second. <laughs> and then you're like, man, that's that was... That's exactly how it was. And that's, It sounded oh, tight at first. That's... Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh man, this dude might be on to something. Oh wait, no, nah, this dude's a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah. but he was he was on to one thing, but uh, it was just like it took forever for someone to get a real like handle on what exactly he was talking about. Hmm. Um, and most of the ways that he thought of it just don't don't make sense. Basically, his idea of the unconscious makes sense. There's a large part of our like behavior and uh, um, like. A lot of a big part that like motivates us and a big part of our desires and all that shit. It's a lot of that shit is secret, and it's not really accessible to our conscious lives. Um, that part I think is true, but like how the unconscious is related to the consciousness, that's different. That's like much more complicated than what he thought. It must be weird to like be someone who is like more of like a uh, more important than correct. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? a good point. That's weird. Like, how would how would you feel? Because if people are like Ben Sholock is like one of the most important figures <laughs> in philosophy. Also, he was wrong about everything. Like that guy was an idiot. But what here's else? why he's important. Okay, so if I was important for some reason, it has to be. So I have to be right about one thing. Yeah. Okay. Even if everything else was totally wrong, are you asking how I would feel? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I just love feeling important <laughs> I don't know I'd feel dumb I'd, I'd feel kind of silly Like Oh wow I've been proven wrong So many times But people still say I'm important Well that's the thing About Freud's theories Is that they can't be proven wrong And that's why They're not scientific Oh it's this yeah. shit again Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah It's the whole like Lay on the couch Let's talk about it Yeah yeah Let's write it down Let's see what kind of Comes to like Yeah what comes up To the surface Yeah Let's yeah. keep talking to people Didn't he like rally A whole bunch of like uh, rich and important people up to fucking like do like do studies on them and talk to them and shit. Cause they Basically, like- yeah. So he had a lot of a lot of his clients, a lot of his patients were like big uh, like socialites and like rich people in uh, in Vienna at the time. And he would just like <laughs> he would just explore their their like weird obsessions and shit. Yeah, rich um, people are the weirdest. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll talk about that in a sec. He should have started a cult, dog. He almost <laughs> did, dude. He should have crawled it. Um, oh, like Alistair Crawley? Yeah, and just try to round up some people and get them to drink some cat piss and goat's blood. He was yeah. almost there, man. That's the, that's the one thing where I would say he's like more of a scientist than uh, than like a cult leader is that he never actually did that. Um, oh, well, good for him. Good on yeah. you. Yeah, he never made, he never made a cult, but it came, really that money. it came really close. It came really close. He actually had like a, a circle of followers who, when they all like disagreed with him with certain aspects of his theories, he like shunned them. Like he wouldn't talk to them ever again. And kicked out the club. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> kicked it was out the club. Freud club. Yeah. Can you imagine? It was the Wednesday. It was walk the home in the rain. Yeah, oh, can't hang out with Sigmund Freud anymore. Basically, yeah. And then to get inducted into his oh, circle, he, you had to be psychoanalyzed. So it was like this weird, like priesthood sort of shit. It's fascinating, man. This guy was fucking crazy. <clears throat> okay, man, I'm gonna start doing that. If you want to hang out with me, I have to psychoanalyze you. From here on out, every new friend I make, I'm psychoanalyzing. From here on out, I do that. Okay. So, I gotta go make some friends, I guess. Yeah, you gotta Learn go and start, some shit. <laughs> start, start handing out flyers. Dude, people like, are dark. Be 
Yeah, they are. Would you like to be psychoanalyzed by you me? Should, we should film that. Like, you should go out to, to I don't know, just like right outside, right outside the Velveeta room. It's like Padding you're only allowed to come in. Yeah, you're only allowed to do a set if you get psychoanalyzed. Oh God! Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my man, that Gosh. would be. Oh man. Um, so let's hold on. Let's finish the um, the infantile sexuality thing. Yeah, yeah. Please oh, yeah. go back to our favorite. Our All right. Favorite. So, <laughs> so after the oral stage, there's the anal stage. How are you just going? Okay, you, you're or, or making ass this up. Mouth no, 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 I'm off not. Top. <laughs> yeah, ass the mouse off off well, top. Ma- ma- mouth to ass, technically. Yeah, mouth to ass. But um, even worse. Okay, so Freud says at the anal stage. <laughs> The oh, I swear I'm not making this up. You're I swear yeah, to God. God. This is, I swear to God. I'm I not think he did up. that to troll motherfuckers. Cause like, why would you just go to anal? Okay, so well, here's, like, here's the just, rationalization. He says it's because the next stage in your development as a baby is uh, um, what's it called? Potty training. It's mm-hmm. when, like, you know, in order to live in a society, you have to stop shitting everywhere, right? You yeah. gotta stop shitting your pants. You gotta Tell learn me about to, it. You gotta learn how to use a toilet. Ain't that a bitch? Man, that's fucking. And sick. that's yeah. And see how both of you guys kind of <laughs> have these wild. memories uh, of how yeah. of how traumatic it was, right? Yeah. It sucks. I don't have no memories of this. Yeah, but so I guess that's the subconscious. Yeah, it's buried. Yeah, that's just buried. buried. Okay, yeah. so then that's the anal stage. If you ha- if you don't pass the anal stage, the anus level. <laughs> 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 yeah, a lot of fun on saying that word huh? if you don't pass yeah, we're all just level. sitting around giggling at Ben saying anal and yeah. anus it's Easter Sunday yeah. <laughs> okay we should be at church right now uh, <laughs> we're all we're all going we're, the three of us are going straight to church after this we we're, are we're yeah. gonna need it because this this Jew is really taking us down the wrong path I'm going to confession um, <laughs> <laughs> okay I confess to you know I, I ain't no snitch to, I confess to caring too much so <laughs> I ain't no snitch <laughs> 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 Snitch on yourself? I you know, the priests aren't allowed to tell the cops about what I'm you not did. I'm telling that bitch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. All right. Let's okay. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tell us more about the anal stage, man. The anal stage is basically the next source of pleasure for the baby is its anus, right? Because it. Uh, that's like kind of one one place that it sort of figures out that it has a level of control. Yeah. Because it can like piss off its parents by shitting everywhere. <laughs> so sometimes it'll just shit. Man, this is this is uncomfortable <laughs> to hear now. Yeah. I can't imagine what they felt yeah. back then. Yeah. They, they like probably wanted to yeah. lynch this guy. Yeah, I would have shunned him. Like, I want to kill you. Stop talking about kids' pleasure in their ass. Like, I'm yeah. going to yeah. kill you. Well, because they love We're shitting. Baby and anal. Yeah. yeah like, they shouldn't be in the same so, sense. Anyway, so this baby's anus is the source of, of the child's pleasure. <laughs> No. Ah. And also, so sometimes uh, one one thing that it can do is out of spite, the baby can hold in its shit to get the parents to worry about it because it hasn't it hasn't shat yet, and so that's where you get the phrase anal retentive. Really? Yeah. It's someone I, who is like, I think or maybe is that complicated? Yeah, yeah. Or he says that maybe uh, the parents have like, so it's not just the baby too. Obviously, the parents can fuck you up really hard. So if the parents are maybe too strict about the potty training phase and maybe gets like really pissed off at the baby for for shitting, then the baby Fuck gets scared baby and hold in its shit. And then it becomes obsessed with cleanliness. This and then so that's vile. how you relate the anal retentiveness to people who are like super uh, cleanly and like orderly and shit like that. I don't know this dude. I like I get it, like why this dude like this is awesome cocaine ass talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh really? Like that's what you think, huh? Freud? Like he's just all Yeah man babies man. They, they okay. holding their shit in And they want to be clean At this 
Because <laughs> doodoo's dirty. Yeah. His <laughs> doodoo is dirty. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, well, sometimes the baby just gets too scared about his parents, like, beating it for, like, shitting too much. So it holds that shit in, and that becomes anal retentive. Or, and then if you... If you, uh... And that leads to all the other dumb shit that people... Yeah. OCD, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's basically trying to figure out how he can... All right, what ties all this other little shit into these uh, these kids and all this shit? Like, how how can we how can we blame these problems from birth with this stupid ass fucking theory of mine? Yeah, yeah. Well, he tries to. He, so, okay, I guess I should rationalize how he's like thinking here, because he's very serious. He's not like trolling. <laughs> yeah, trolling he's not people. trolling. He's like, it sounds like he's trolling a little bit. It sounds yeah. like he's trolling. Well, so okay, there's two things going on. One is keep in mind that this is this whole theory is largely trying to replace the idea of being molested as a child and how that traumatizes you. Um, so he's like, all right, so what can I think of that might be a replacement that would explain all these different types of neuroses? I know. A baby's ass. Yeah. A baby's mouth, a baby's ass. Uh, <laughs> and then the next phase is the genital phase. And then... Uh, and God, then, I want that to be my new ringtone. A baby's mouth, a baby's ass. The next phase is the genital phase. The baby's mouth, the baby's ass. The next phase is the genital phase. Marcus, over and over again. The baby's ass, the next phase is the genital phase. Marcus, if you're listening, uh, we'd love a track based on that. A, a remix track, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so then the genital phase is where it gets complicated. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where it gets. That's okay. Yeah. Right. Because that's the baby enjoying his asshole not shitting, that wasn't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. The general phase is basically this. When a baby gets old enough to realize its genitals, basically. Um, what, a thing, what, is, what a thing to realize. Yeah, yeah, this is usually around like three three to five. Um, I, I got think. a hangy thing or I got a hole. So, yeah. So, here's the thing. So, Gross. <laughs> got a hangy thing. Got, that's going to be my, yeah. my notification on Facebook. That, that's going to be my no, the, 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 the noise. The baby looks down and he goes, well, <laughs> I, I either have a hangy thing or a hole. And then it looks at its parents and it notices that they have different ones. Right? Uh, and so, he looks at the ba- So, he starts with the male, right? Because, you know, everything around this time was, like, largely focused on, like, the male... Oh uh, uh, yeah, we called it the good old days, Ben. Yeah, well, yeah, because it was sexist as fuck back then. Yeah, misogyny like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. uh, and very right. patriarchal. So he focused on the boy, basically. So the little boy, uh, he notices he has a penis, and then he uh, he starts at this point. He's like really, really close to his mother because his mother is raising him. So he falls in love with his mother, um, and then he notices that he has a rival though, and his rival is his father. It's and so his creepy. father, and his father. I never really thought how creepy this was. Yeah, and his father was so fucked. It's mm-hmm. really fucked. And his father has a penis too, and so you <laughs> can tell because they're the same like this, and they're both competing for their mother's uh, affection. He's like he has to basically fight his father. So he thinks in his head that he, you know, he's in, he's in love with his mother, and he needs to murder his father. What is this, the Oedipus? The Oedipus complex. Oedipus yeah, this complex. is called the Oedipus complex in boys, um, and. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah and this is uh when you're three to five years old you want to murder your father and you want to marry your mother Freud's weird um, <laughs> that he goes straight to that huh yeah so he's just you know well, so what ben he's just kind of out there he is kind of out there but he yeah. says he notices that like a lot of the people he's been talking to uh in their like psychoanalysis treatment they're like saying things like this they're saying that i remember when i was a very very young child i had this weird irrational hate for my father and that was, you know, and I was very, yeah, very Daddy beat your ass, mama feed you. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so it could be just as simple as that. 
I mean, but he was like, usually is pretty simple, ain't it? It, it is. He had to overcomplicate it like that. Yeah, Freud's just like, hey, <laughs> I had some good, I had a good ass idea. Y'all shunned me. Yeah, I uh, hear some crazy shit. <laughs> Y'all complicate. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you brought this on yourself. Yeah, kind of. See, that's all already like stuck on my. Y'all already riding my dick, so now y'all just gonna have to hear some crazy shit. Yeah, and they were already so stuck on his dick that they were largely accepting all these theories. They're like, <laughs> they're like, this makes perfect sense, and he's just sitting there like, he's like, oh okay. yeah, <laughs> all right, disagreeing sure. and shit. Yeah, it's like when an artist sells a canvas of just white, and someone buys it for like a million dollars, and they're just like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Got that's motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, he was a doctor too. That's the thing. Uh, he was actually trained in neurology and he could have just stayed there but he w- decided to switch to psychology um, I mean the man was smart yeah yeah he, yeah, he was a smart dude and so drugs drugs and so how, he did, had, how did he start using drugs well so one of the things one of the reasons he got into cocaine was first of all it was newly <laughs> synthesized at the time he had that good shit yeah it must have been the, yeah new, new, it was the newest cocaine um, basically people figured out how Fresh to isolate boat mm-hmm so it's like German, it's basically just like German chemists figured out how to isolate uh, the ingredient in coca leaves. Germans made stimulant. meth too, huh? Yeah. They made meth. Yeah, well, they made amphetamines, and yeah. I think the, Jap- the Japanese perfected methamphetamine. It's nice. weird to yeah. like. Now bikers out here get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's Mexicans too. It's weird mm-hmm. to picture like ger- German doctors working on cocaine. They made they're cocaine. German. They make you know acid what I mean? too? Yeah, Swiss chemist. Uh, Swiss, yeah. Them dudes was having fun, man. Yeah. yeah, they were just having fun because they had laboratories at their disposal and yeah. they were just like mixing up all kinds of cool shit. Yo, let's try this out. Yeah. Uh, ha- snort this. Heroin was invented as a cough suppressant. Yeah. Um, still they is. gave that to children back then. <laughs> Heroin is still a cough suppressant. It is. We call it lean. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. And purple. Then, <laughs> is that purple? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, cocaine was used as uh, basically as well as like a, a um a medicine for narcolepsy so you know because it kept people up and uh it helped with um basically like motivation or something or sluggishness so back then you know how they had like fake diseases like oh you Adderall. Be, yeah you're mu- you're suffering from sluggishness and that was like a, a yeah I know. <laughs> that you was got sluggish that was yes, a diagnosis from a doctor <laughs> yeah you got uh, like just kind of sluggish you got a slip from your doctor that says this man's been diagnosed with sluggishness uh, i can't come into That's work tight. i have a and case of you, a mess yeah he wrote you a prescription for cocaine so doctors have been doing this <laughs> doctors have been doing this drug racketing market for a long for a minute, for at yeah. least a century yeah yeah and and well, Freud, Freud was what 18 he was he he was born in 1856, 1856. and so his he was like really productive right around the turn of the century. So like 1890s to like Damn. 1910 and shit. Um, yeah, and so there's this one story about how he prescribed. Uh, oh, he prescribed cocaine to uh, a patient of his who was suffering from morphine addiction, and it, speedball baby. <laughs> yeah, and it ruined his life. It actually. <laughs> That's when he stopped doing cocaine because he fucking killed this dude by accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude OD'd. Yeah. yeah, he OD'd and he got, he got addicted to coke. Um, <laughs> but it, before then, he you know he was a very enthusiastic about it, and uh, they're like oh, these he, weird. Did he, he turned his back on cocaine. He he stopped eventually. He's he started doing cocaine around like 1900 and shit, and then. Um, Probably stopped Coca Cola and shit. Yeah, and then he stopped right around before World War One. 
Uh, so he had a good 10 years of doing coke. Oh, Jeez. shit. Yeah. yeah, that's a long-ass fucking time. <laughs> a um, decade. Yeah. Especially, and it's not legal, so there's no, like... It's not illegal. It's not illegal. So no, like, that's the thing. It wasn't hey, illegal. Hey, it's just a party. It was one of those things where I think you can only get it from a doctor, but, like, you know, if you were rich enough or middle class enough, you could just be like, hey, I got sluggishness, and then they yeah. gave you a vial of cocaine. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> you I imagine? could diagnose yeah. slug- sluggishness. Yeah. It's in my books. <laughs> <laughs> Check my medical records. I've been diagnosed with sluggishness. <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's his medical history. What do we call it now? ADD? Or no... Well, now it could be anything. ADD, yeah. depression, uh, OCD. Oh, depression's probably sluggishness. Probably. Or, um, I mean, there also still is, like, legit narcolepsy. Yeah. But that's when people just fall the fuck asleep. <laughs> I don't think they probably don't give you that. They'll probably give you Adderall. Yeah. So then... Was he an... Al- did he drink? Was he a drinker? He wasn't really an alcoholic, no. That's interesting, that he... You just got into cocaine, that, so baby. So when he was, like, in his 40s, he got into cocaine. Uh, yeah, like around his 40s. Well, I think maybe a little sooner. Maybe around his 30s. So, so like 1890s is when I he started. Yeah, he probably just one of them dudes. He gets zooted up and starts reading shit and just... Yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. Talking with motherfuckers yeah. and mm-hmm. talking with his peers. He yeah. Just, he just fell into it. Yeah. Because remember, there's not, there wasn't a lot of fun shit you could do on cocaine back then. Because it was like, there was no TVs or movies. Or there was movies, but they were like, you know... Go watch the Negroes play jazz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what they call it when he... Uh, they didn't have any Negroes in, in, Aus- in Austria, but they oh, probably would have done right, that yeah. shit. Yeah. They were in do France. you know what they would call it when... Yeah. Do you know what they call it when uh, Freud would fall over? What? A Freudian slip. Yeah. Okay. I knew that was coming. <laughs> do you want to talk about what an actual Freudian slip is? Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Freudian slip is actually... It's pretty simple. It's just when... Um, uh, when something's on your mind, and remember, so your unconscious is largely this like roiling ocean of shit that you've been dealing with your entire. <laughs> it's like the river of slime from Ghostbusters Two. That's your unconscious. It's oh, just, my unconscious is kind of tight. Yeah. yeah, it's like glowing and weird, but it makes, but it pisses you off, uh, and it makes you obsessed with shit, and it makes you afraid of wi- random shit. It makes you associate weird shit. It's like this big pool of like roiling stuff, and you don't know what's going on. And then sometimes when you're talking about thing, something and you have a thing on your mind that you're like not addressing consciously, but it's like really troubling you, and then you say something that sounds sort of like the thing you're thinking about, that's a Freudian slip. Mm. And so, I don't know if, I can't think of an example right now, but it's like... When you call your teacher mom. What? When you call your teacher mom. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, if you call your teacher mom. When I call Ben my friend. you call your girlfriend mom, yeah. that's a big one. That's a weird one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not even It doesn't even have to be like Almost like a similar word It can just be like Some shit like that Something like that Where like yeah. something slips out Like What's, what's been your like, you don't need. What's been your worst Freudian slip I can't think of it Right off the bat I, I, have, to, I have to think about it My first uh, restaurant job was like, like my third day On the job or whatever mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Had to uh, I dropped off a salad This guy And it was a uh, Chicken Caesar salad And I definitely said Chicken semen salad And dropped it and I just like, <laughs> no way, no, you didn't. I swear. And then I acted <laughs> like, and then then we looked at each other, and I just acted like I didn't say what I said. Chicken semen salad. Yeah, I don't know if he heard. I, I, that's nothing. I don't know if they were like, did we? <laughs> no did he way. say that? <laughs> no, he heard that. He heard. He heard he, it. I mean, maybe, but he might. We also might not have been paying attention. I don't know. All I know you is that a chicken semen salad, <laughs> and I worked there for two years <laughs> after that. It, that's not what was in it. It was a Caesar salad. But now, no, I know. Yeah, now, right. Every time. I drop off a Caesar salad or say the phrase Caesar salad in my head. I go over. It. I'm like, all right, remember it's yeah it's Caesar salad. Don't okay. fuck up. Do you want to get into this? Because we can psychoanalyze that. If Let's you psychoanalyze want. it. So, I want to have yeah. sex with food. 
Is that why? No. What I don't you, know. Why did you say semen then? Um, I don't know. It's just on my mind. Semen. Maybe you weren't talking maybe about was, semen as ejaculate. Maybe you're thinking about the Navy. That's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. That's you probably could have been just you thinking be. about being on a boat. Yeah. You know, you can it was be. just probably boat related. Yeah. It had Actually, to be. yeah. Have you, have Oof, you long had a yearning for the sea? I, Ben, sometimes I look at the sea and I yearn. <laughs> I feel like I, I, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in a long, some people are married to the sea. I'm in a long distance relationship with the sea. Where well, so you, when, when, you've been when, missing the sea. But then when I see her again, oh baby. I feel reborn. You're going to be... Uh, I just think of whales. A semen-emitting semen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> oh, that was close. Is that a psychoanalysis? Well, Is that a psychoanalysis? I mean, not really. He should be on the couch, and then oh, I should be sitting down. behind him so he doesn't see me. Is that a thing? So that's what he came up with. That was how that he was him. came up with the... He came up with a lot of stuff, this, this Sigmund well, Freud. Yeah, he came up with uh, the patient sitting on the couch, and then the uh, the doctor has to be like behind the patient's head on a regular chair just like scribbling down notes and so that way the the patient doesn't see the doctor at any point and the the patient only hears the doctor ask questions yeah there's no like eye contact manipulation and Mm -hmm. shit like that because Hmm. yeah because the idea of psychoanalysis was that you're supposed to get what's get what you need outside of the uh, unconscious by free association and so you don't want any other like um, triggers or any kind of like I'm trying to think of the word. Any sort of like prompt, basically, from the patient that wouldn't be yeah. They can, that so you they don't can't want. lie. Yeah, so they can't lie. So like, if you have, because well, this is one thing that happens a lot with psychoanalysis is like sometimes if you have uh, like one patient who might be attracted to the doctor in some yeah. way, like you don't want the doctor to be seen because you know the patient could lie to get more attention, more attention from whatever, the yeah. from the doctor or whatever. Hmm. You know, so you keep the doctor out of view, so you know they don't know what he looks like. They don't know. Uh, what a nerd! What? I'm in love with my therapist. <laughs> Fucking get over it! Oh, I want this person to think I'm cool. Why? So you're trying to impress your therapist? Some you people let happen sometimes. Who? I don't know, man. Sometimes the doctor's really hot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess, but doctor. it's just. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I just can you imagine being that lonely? I don't know. That's pretty. Do you want to get into it? Why are you so lonely, Pat? What? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're the lonely one here. What yeah. the hell? This is, you're not going to f- fucking Freud me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, it's Freud, baby. <laughs> it's Freud, baby. <laughs> it's Freud, baby. <laughs> um, okay. So the... <laughs> such a... Such a... What if you saw that on a t-shirt? Dot, dot, dot. It's Freud, baby. It's going to be our first t-shirt, man. We're going to make it. Okay, so do you, you guys want to hear about the Electro Complex? I'd love to, dude. Yeah. Okay, that's the opposite of the Oedipus complex. That's uh, she's a big enemy of Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. and uh, she's a fight at the end of Daredevil with the Electra and Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Who plays Electra? Some hot chick. Uh, okay. It was Elizabeth Garner. No, 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 no. Oh, that's Garner? in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Daredevil was Ben Affleck. No, oh, I'm talking about the. He's Netflix. talking about the yeah the mo- the show. Well, Netflix. Look, I recognize one Daredevil, and that's Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, that's so weird. Um, okay, so the Electro Complex is basically the same thing. So here's where penis envy comes in. Have you all heard of penis envy? Yeah. Oh, and I have it. They're yeah. a good strain of mushrooms. <laughs> They're a strain of mushrooms? Yeah. Called penis envy? Yeah. That's a trip. Yeah, that's definitely named off some Freud shit. That's crazy. Okay, 
That's crazy to name mushrooms after that. Yeah. <laughs> I would just think about that the entire they trip. Look like little alien dicks. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. At least there's a reason behind it. Yeah. yeah. So penis envy is what happens to little girls during this phase. So little girls from about three to five, they uh, are very attached to their father. They're like in love with their father. And uh, they uh, see their mother and they notice that their mother doesn't have a penis. And they become afraid of that. And they think that it's because uh, she misbehaves somehow, somehow. Uh, which means that the father that the father castrated her. <laughs> this sounds like, like Scientology. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird it sounds spot. insane. And so she looks down and she notices that she also doesn't have a penis. And she goes, oh, you know, I must have done something bad to my father. Uh, and so now I'm <sighs> going to like... I must have done something bad to my father. What yeah. a creepy sense. What did Freud's dad do? I don't do know, man. Yeah, what, what is up with this guy? <laughs> like, this dude obviously has some daddy issues. So the, the, the electroconplex is uh, it's more of an afterthought to the whole process so this is more of like definitely I can him, tell definitely that's, that, that's definitely a first draft <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, he's like well look at this Oedipus thing I need to figure out something kind of right like, basically what happened was he came up with the Oedipus complex and then all these people were like well what about girls what do little girls go through and then he goes uh and then he said ew girls <laughs> <laughs> he's like don't the, make me talk to girls the, I'm Freud at the podium he was like uh, give me like one sec and then he just goes to the back and scribbles something down and comes back with this yeah writes it on a napkin yeah it's like on a napkin the it's napkin's like, wet yeah. you can't even kind of can see it but not really he's like man these dudes bleed his first shit so I'll, I'll <laughs> just hit him with this one real quick and Ben you believe in this uh, yeah 100% no um, no it's all it's all garbage it's yeah. <laughs> this part doesn't make any sense no um but like that that is the whole theory of infantile sexuality and that largely gets shouted down like he doesn't <laughs> was there only this the four uh the four little levels yeah so yeah there's so there's the oral stage the anal stage the genital stage and then there's the horrible the, stages yeah what's the last stage called but that's basically like around puberty yeah i saw it last night i can't remember i can't remember what it was called what did I, I'd be interested to hear What did you learn So you did some research About Freud too Right Jared Yeah I'm interested to hear What you learned Basically Like I can watch Something that was Like an hour long And it was just A summary of this dude's Like career mm-hmm. And how he like He started off And you know A doctor All that shit And then Got shunned for the The molestation shit mm-hmm. And then he came up Like he was like Kind of like Fuck Like what am I gonna do Yeah And then like <laughs> Just so he can get some notoriety, or just get people saying his name again, like get his name in people's mouths again. He came up with that. That's pretty that much what it was. Crazy yeah. shit, <laughs> and he kind of like just kind of teetered off after that. Like just like kept spouting other shit, and then you know just kept doing his practice and smoked a bunch of cigars, did a bunch of cocaine. What's up with this? Why? This, what's up with him and cigars? What is his problem? That was his. Uh, they say they say that uh, they were saying in the little documentary that whenever they're uh, they're like. They're like, oh, you maybe you smoke so many cigars because your oral fixation, and then now people are saying like, ah, eh, we don't know if any of that was actually ever said. And then like, oh really? Oh, like that conversation? Yeah, the, says convers- the cigar, the cigar is just a cigar. Sometimes a cigar. Like yeah, a cigar is just a cigar. Yeah, yeah. like it's a good quote. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, oh, you have you know, and then but then they're saying that didn't even that was never said. Oh, that whole quote was never said. Uh, they don't know if it was ever said. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of true too. It also like kind of dis- <laughs> it contradicts his, his theory too, because he's like, "Oh, a cigar is just a cigar." Where it's like, "Well, so there's no such thing as oral fixation then." Yeah, you know. Um, 
but maybe that was the coded language of him being like yeah it's all bullshit all, all what i said was bullshit <laughs> probably like um, dude probably was just like man i needed a check yeah <laughs> yeah and people are gonna listen to me or like people are, he's probably like how you know really into himself so he's like i gotta come up with the next great thing he was really into himself yeah that's for goddamn sure um, uh what was his sex life like did he fuck i mean yeah he fucked i mean no. not like a lot he he had a, he had a wife and he had several children but he didn't like he didn't like whore around or anything like that really uh, yeah was, i would have i would have thought he was a scumbag i would have thought he was too mm-hmm. really not that we know of i don't know i mean he might have he might have been able to keep that super secret probably fucked his patients yeah you think so no i don't know actually i don't no know idea. it probably would have got messy usually it gets messy for motherfuckers like that like it gets real messy yeah i think he was okay. i think he was like kind of played it yeah he was decent in that respect hmm. he had like he had it's his like wife cigars and cocaine he had cigars and cocaine his daughter anna he was like he was like really uh close to his daughter anna who like helped him move out of austria when the nazis got there and uh and what uh, what what did he think about the nazis <laughs> he wasn't a fan they uh they fucking burned his books uh when they took over what yeah he saw like bonfires of like nazis throwing his books into a into a huge bonfire because they read them and they were like what the genital state get this shit out of here (laughs) baby anal like i mean we're nazis i get it but this is fucking weird (laughs) um what else did he write okay so one thing that we should probably talk about is like the id ego and super ego because that's probably part of his his best shit huh that was some of his best that was his best shit i was like that was his more (laughs) mature level shit uh, and that's the stuff that still kind of makes sense. So, uh, id, ego, super ego is basically like you have these two competing forces in your mind. He kind of reduces it to not, he doesn't make it as complicated as like, you know, infantile sex stages, but he says there's basically this part of us that is roiling with all these, uh, like inner demons and, uh, you know, desires and motivations and fears and things that like goes unchecked by human behavior. Um, that's like every urge you have anytime you want to get violent or you're really horny or some shit like that uh, that's the id that's the id is like this part of you that you don't even know is there but it drives a lot of your actions but then there's this other part that kind of needs to check that and that's coming from your conscience and your conscience is like built over time by what you learn from society how society like other people when you start differentiating yourself from other human beings like when you're a really small child for the uh, there's comes some point where you realize that you're not the end all be all of the entire world that you inhabit there are other minds out there there are other human beings who check you and that's the superego the superego is the collection of all of those like outside opinions that say what your it is doing is bad and what your uh you know what you're feeling or what your what uh fears or motivations or desires you have that you can't just act on them at any given point you have to like check them and that's the super ego social skills was social skills kind of yeah and then that can be tyrannical too just as much as the id that can be just as bad right so you could be like you know this uh mr hyde version of yourself which is like you act on every single impulse you've ever had you're basically just this like animal loose yeah uh and that sucks because that can be really violent and shitty um, but then there's also the super ego, which is like the part of you that suppresses you and uh, keeps you from fulfilling, you know, your legitimate desires and fears and stuff like that. Uh, and that's the super ego. And then what happens is there's a space that that occurs between the id and the super ego that is fighting to keep them both at bay. And that's the ego. 
And he says the ego is the thing that guides you through life that's sort of trying to negotiate between the competing drives of the ego and superego. Or the id and superego. Sorry. So there's that. Hmm. How much of his stuff... Okay. How much of his stuff today are people like, yeah, this is legit, and how much of them are like, hmm. Like, what's the major stuff being used today? To well, ra- <coughs> we should probably wrap up. Yeah, so with the psychology shit, <clears throat> so when, with psychology as considered as a science, most psychologists don't really consider any of his like specific writings uh, to be that helpful. Scientifically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's such like, a that's such a shitty way to put it. Yeah. It's um, it's not very helpful. Well, nah. that's that's the thing is because it's not considered scientific because he was just kind of saying shit. And some yeah. of it stuck. Like, some of it, like, the idea of the ego, id, and superego, even though those terms aren't used anymore, that's still kind of helpful to kind of understand the idea of there's, like, a subconscious part of life yeah, that thing, motivates The thing I watched behavior. about him, it kind of seemed like he was trying to legitimize, like, he was trying to be, like, make a, what do they call it, psychoanalysis or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to make it, he's trying to make it more of a science like a hard science yeah. yeah yeah and he was trying to do that most of his career what it seemed like and then he really just didn't have any success doing so because it's not it just didn't work yeah yeah well another reason why it couldn't work is because he he only was able to like psychoanalyze like a certain amount of people and uh it's just not enough to get a good like data analysis of that shit yeah. to see if it's effective or not so who knows like part of it is who knows like if he maybe got enough patience then it might turn out to make a difference yeah but it's like he didn't have enough we time. don't know yeah no, it's all and it's all changed hasn't it because it's yeah and it's not all changed really and then people kind of discovered other shit in the process like people yeah. have actually seen how the brain works um but like you do have some aspects of neuroscience like corroborating aspects of his theory like with the id like there's this proof of like the um like certain parts of your brain like the midbrain or the uh the medulla oblongata shit like that that regulates like uh really basic hormonal responses like flight or fright you know flight or fight flight or fight yeah 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 uh where you fight you know if you decide to make the decision to fight something or run away uh the part that takes over your body when you're having sex or when you're eating right it like it's a whole different part of your nervous system like that shit is is kind of corroborated by neuroscience so that part's kind of right and then one thing that's crazy that he discovered um is uh after world war one he discovered all these people like you know returning veterans of the war coming back and they're you know have these like fucking crazy ptsd ptsd basically he kind of he kind of isolated ptsd that's like one solid thing that he's responsible for because he noticed how all these veterans returning home were like physically fine right so there was no known medical cause for why they were like freaking out they were like showing signs of what they called back then hysteria so like they would like freak out they would like have nightmares all the time they would uh uh kind of witch yeah con he they'd be like walking around you know not knowing where they were they'd be all these weird symptoms right and he was like well this has to be a psychic disturbance of some kind and he so he called it um ptsd well, he didn't call it PTSD, but he, uh, he like, recognized that it was this, like, mental thing. Yeah, he happened. probably called it, like, children's genitals or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, children's genitals Sick disease. fucking yeah. guy. Well, final thoughts on, on Sigmund Freud? Um, very, very interesting dude. And uh, more 
more influential in like uh, li- the literary arts and like literary criticism nowadays uh, than in actual psychology, but still provided a big insight into how our selves were organized, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like when you read comic books from like the 40s. They're like so important, but they're like, this sucks. Yeah, kind of. Oh, you invented yeah. Batman, but this story isn't good. Yeah, <laughs> garbage ass comic. Yeah. Like, oh, great. Here comes Superman looking through walls. <laughs> Fuck can Superman. He, can he look through walls? <laughs> yeah. X ray vision. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he does have X ray vision. He can do it all. Fuck Superman. He can't see through lead, though. No, yeah, he can't see through lead. And kryptonite. <laughs> kryptonite wasn't even a thing at first. Fuck Superman. <laughs> Who's your favorite superhero? I don't know. Uh, probably fucking... Man, I don't know. You can't even really... Probably somebody like Wolverine. Just kind of like left alone. He's just kind of like, ah, I'll kill you if I have to. <laughs> like, Wolverine's cool. Batman has a lot of Freudian undertones. Yeah. Batman's... I like Batman. Just because he kind of chills and he's rich. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just goes out at night, just does some like whatever. But all his whole... I don't know, man. I can't get I can't get caught up in the moral shit because I don't really give a fuck. So I just wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I'm saving the day. Like, <laughs> eh, we got to. <laughs> if you guess, wake up in time, you know, I got the stuff. You know, I guess I can do it. Yeah. No one called the cops yet. All right. Yeah. I'll go in. I like yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man's your favorite. Dope. Yeah, I like Spider Man. Why is Spider Man your favorite? He's just the best. But <laughs> why is he the best? You can't just say that. Yeah, he can j- flip around and web sling, uh-huh. punch dudes. Definitely a web slinger. Yeah, he's a web slinger, dude. Okay, Ben, he's what we call in the business a web slinger. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, any final thoughts on Freud? Uh, odd guy. What do you think? Um, had some really fucking weird ideas. Um, <laughs> even the ones that he's right about kind of creeps me out. Like what? The thing about him being like, oh, this person was clearly being molested by like their dad or whatever. It's crazy that even that that he even thought that. Well, and he was right. So it's not just that too. I guess maybe the main thing that he's known for, the thing that he made the difference for, was being a sicko in my <laughs> book. No, is is the fact that our our a lot of our uh, actions and behavior come from this pent up energy that's. Uh, that's really created by like how our unconscious can't handle certain shit starting from the moment we're born uh, being alive yeah being as soon as we're alive we're experiencing trauma like immediately birth that's itself it. is trauma that is just some glass half empty ass thinking kind of yeah well no but he says that you know the biggest problem with freud he's yeah. a glass half empty kind of guy <laughs> well he thinks that like life is worth living he just says that one of the problems is that when we get into the world it's such a jolt to the system right coming out of when you come out of your mom's pussy yeah. and you get out into the world yeah and you're ready a, to see the huge, world it's a huge change yeah well i mean think about your mom's how pussy is like really you know comforting it's imagine womb, being yeah. born now as an adult you'd be furious i wouldn't put up with it i wouldn't put yeah, up with be, it. I, it's infuriating and mm. so he says so well, we have to I'll deal with me, that friend like the matrix yeah it's gonna kind take of. me out of my pod yeah i was having fun in that pod even when i wake up in the morning it's just like this sucks like i have to get used to it you have to get used to it you know yeah so he says that traumas that are built up uh of you getting used to life that creates the kind of like mucusy slime that is your unconscious that leads to your weird behaviors and shit and then he says talking it out is 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 you know how you can cure yourself of that 
God, this guy's got problems. Yeah. Yeah. This dude just sounds nosy. No, he probably was. <laughs> he just wants to be in everybody's business. <laughs> well, everyone gave him his business. Yeah. Therapist, huh? Well, Jared. Jared, uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, fucking weird dude. Obviously a fucking drug addict. Yeah. With all the crazy shit. Also, too, I see a dude also trying to just get by on a science shit. Yeah, because it was a and, racket, uh, too. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just trying to get a check, it seems, at some of the points. Like, he's just making shit up just to <laughs> fuck. Like, I I think he's fucking with people. I think he's, I think he's a, a sick, evil genius just trying to get over on people. <laughs> and he did. He did. And, yeah. People live on thinking about thinking about him thinking that he's right yeah it's like he's like, got a fall not right he just said a bunch of crazy shit because he did one good thing <laughs> he, he, he figured out one he figured out one thing and he, and he was a smart guy and then he's just like ah fuck being smart let me just smoke cigars so my mouth is full of tumors <laughs> fucking freud <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm surprised he wasn't a pervert. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I kind of thought he was. I thought he, I I was I was about to, I was thought you were gonna drop a bomb on us and be like, yo, I dude, haven't, I haven't found time, anything. Big time pervert, but he wasn't. Maybe secretly, maybe in his head. I'm sure in his head. Oh, he's, he's probably pervert. Twisted, you know, he's probably twisted in his head. But and he's he never, German. Yeah, he yeah. never acted out on it. So, but I haven't found anything of him. Yeah, actually acting on it. Yeah, so that's you know, it's better than a lot of them. You would think the guy who discovered that we're all dark, weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dude the most perverts person yeah dark yeah. weird perverts yeah the story of mankind <laughs> dwps man filthy <laughs> animals well, jared thank you for joining us on this adventure on this uh journey into uh freudian slips uh <laughs> this is our freudian trip this is our freudian trip yeah uh that's why I say when I trip people. I go, have a nice Freudian trip. And they go, what? <laughs> um, but uh, you're on the internet. You're on Twitter. People should follow you on Twitter. Your Twitter's amazing. What is, what's the handle? It's uh, dirt underscore Freud. <laughs> dirt Freud? Dirt, dirt Freud. You should call it Dirt, dirt Freud. Freud. That'd be fun. <laughs> go, to, go follow Dirt underscore God on Twitter. I'm on there too. At Pat Dean. What about you, Bean? Uh, I'm at Gristle Porn. Talk about uh, Freudian. Um, yeah. Gristle porn. My bow tie uh, is spinning. Wittgenstein's monster. <laughs> My bow tie oh, also yeah. spinning. <laughs> yeah. um, folks, if you like this episode and others, check us out on iTunes at I Learn Nothing. Give us a five-star review, especially this one. Um, check us out on Facebook, I Learn Nothing. Uh, uh, on Body Tape International, you can find us there. Our Twitter, I Learn Nothing. Um... Oh, on Instagram. So here's the thing, Pat. Yes. You ready? Yeah. We're looking for this dude who stole our Instagram. We're oh, going, yeah. We're going to find him. We are going to castrate him. And bury his dick behind the RBM Food Mart. Bury his dick behind the RBM Food Mart. We're going to force him to marry his mother. Dick in the dirt. Dick in the dirt. <laughs> we're going to change his Instagram handle to dick, dick in, in the, the dirt. dirt. <laughs> that has to be someone's Instagram. And I bet it fucking rules. <laughs> Um, if not, someone jump on that. Uh, and uh, until then, you can find us at I Learn Nothing Podcast on Instagram. Humiliating. Uh, I Learn Nothing on Twitter. And uh, oh, on fucking uh, Patreon. Get at us on Patreon. We love any kind of support. We have I Learn Nothing. I think that's it, Pat. Anything else? Just, you know, take care of each other and don't. Uh, hey, it's Freud, baby. It's Freud, baby. <laughs> don't forget. <laughs>
International. 